So, Katie, how's my nose look today? Um, it still looks a little crazy, but it's... No. Does it? No, it doesn't. It's just red with the big white dot on the end. It doesn't have the white dot, does it? No, it's a little bit. No, oh. it's, not, it's not bad, though. It's, it's healing, though. That's good. What did, what did you say? I was, I was asking for confirmation of that. <laughs> no, it looks really good, Ryan. Okay, cool. Um, Ryan, so, I almost fell into the weird vibe trap. Really? Yeah. Only for, like, maybe a day. Um, but my boyfriend works so much, and I've been, like, actively trying to spend more time at my apartment in Toronto. Yeah. So, I was getting the weird vibe trap, but talked to him about it. So, that's good. You talked to him and said, I'm getting, weird, I'm getting in the weird vibe trap. Help <laughs> yeah, me out. Ba- basically, help me out. <laughs> Reach for my hand. <laughs> So what are we talking about today? <laughs> so today we're going to talk about the millennial traveler. Ah, You know right. what I mean? Those people that are just constantly traveling and you kind of look at them like, how the heck are you affording this? Yes. You're taking off all this time from work, if not not working. And like, can I have your life? Yeah. Yeah. Can I have your life? But also it is a very... Intense is the wrong word because people can say, oh, they travel all the time. How is that intense? But to constantly pick up and move and have to get new jobs. A lot of the people that I met when I was traveling, they would find a new place to live for a few months, get any job in their field, let's say they're doing hospitality, and then pick up and continue traveling. So that can be a lot of work in the sense of nothing's ever very stable. And you don't have a lot of personal possessions either because of that. You have... uh, Weather permitting clothes, depending on the climate. Um, so if you're doing, let's say, Southeast Southeast Asia, you may have more um, shorts and tank tops or T-shirts. Um, but yeah, so it can be hard that way. So although it is a luxurious life, it's a difficult one. I mean, oh, having to go to the bathroom in Malaysia with holes in the floor. What? I could only do that for so long. Don't take your toilet for advantage, people. For... <laughs> For advantage. For granted. For granted. <laughs> don't take advantage of your toilet. <laughs> don't do don't do that either. Um well, you know, I've the most traveling I've done was across Canada, which was awesome. But I knew that the first trip was two weeks. I knew that the next trip was a week. I've never done it where it's been like you, where I go to a new country and start a new life for a year, you know? I'd love to get your perspective on that. And in addition to that, how when do you think that it's time to come home? Well, see, that's the thing. Um, my best friend joined me in my travels for Australia. Um, she I didn't ended, know that. Yeah, she ended up coming last minute when I arrived in Cairns, um, the top northeast side of Australia. She ended up joining me. Who's this? Haley. Hey, Haley. So my best friend ended up joining you, me. All these and best friends. She's the one that lived in the van with me. You have so many best friends. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because I... Okay. The amount of pita Ryan just tried to <laughs> shove into his mouth. Don't you remember... So don't you remember radio class where you're not supposed to eat half an hour before? Because you can hear it really? in your mouth. Yeah. I never knew that. I mean, I'm eating pita, but not since we hit record true i'm like eating in the middle of it it just shows how comfortable i am with my listeners or how bored you are with this topic (laughs) no have the water also everything ryan does is wrong he now has a tall glass glass (laughs) of water 
balancing on the edge of my bed. Okay, guys, today we were literally about to record in my car. We were about to record the whole podcast from my car because I couldn't find parking at Katie's apartment. Oh, Ryan, I'm like totally zenned out. And Ryan calls. He's like, there's no parking. Okay, let me just pass this glass that's about to shatter everywhere over to you. It's plastic. Oops, I dropped it on your laptop. Good. Okay, so back to what we're talking about. Um, so moving there when I decided to live in, in Melbourne, I never totally moved myself in in the sense of I continued having a, a blow-up bed for the entire really? year. And I bought a few decorations for my bedroom when I first moved in. So Because I knew I'd be living there for, it was 10 months. Yeah. So I knew I'd be living there. So I wanted some things. But I wasn't going to go out and buy art for my walls or a nice dress or anything because you'd be leaving them behind. So as a traveler that way, some people don't mind. They don't like having a lot of uh, possessions that way. They're just materialistic. Yeah. I like having end tables and yeah. nice lamps and... Okay, so Ryan just had to stop the recording for a second um, to see if that we could hear the background construction noise. Hopefully you guys can't hear it. My mom and my parents, well, both of my parents, have always said how fast I talk. And I've never heard it because most people can't hear how they sound, obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> but we just listened back about a minute, or not even, Oh my gosh, I really should have been an auctioneer, which is what uh, the advice my parents always gave me. I'm going like a mile a minute. Can you try to do like as if I'm bidding on this pita and hummus? So we got the pita here over there. We got the hummus. We got the hummus. And you're going to go over there. Uh, uh, 500. <laughs> we got the 500 over here. Anybody want the pita? Uh, pita? <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, 1,000. No, <laughs> what, what, no what? but seriously, guys, let us know. Like comment, uh, DMS, whatever. Let us know. Do I talk quickly in these podcasts? Do you Sometimes. want me to slow it down? I think most of the time you're not super fast. Maybe I talk fast sometimes. I don't know. Guys, can you hear that? Can you hear that? That one's really loud. <laughs> that one's loud. What if like your neighbors are just like into some kind of weird kinky like construction yeah, stuff? Yeah, it sounds like they're screwing over there. No, like they're like, oh. you know, like the guys like like drilling something. And then it's just like as they're drilling, they're like... Well, there's signs everywhere that the building's under construction, but... <laughs> so it's probably more likely. Yeah, it's probably more likely. Um, okay. So uh, what you were saying before we stopped the recording... Before I was rudely interrupted. I think you were mostly talking about how you can't really keep possessions when you're traveling and how that ties into it. Yeah, absolutely. It just And it also depends on the traveling that you're doing. When I left Australia, my mom joined me and we traveled... Um, north for a, a month yeah but then i jumped on a plane and went to in indonesia and from oh. there i was backpacking again like i was in the beginning of australia yeah so then your traveling massively changes because everything you own is on your back essentially That's true yeah essentially or if you have a car you can you have a little bit more room for things but that really awful so that's the thing some people this girl that i know who is still traveling she's wonderful i met her um in a hostel yeah. in bali was it bali yeah i believe and um she's german and she has had been traveling and this was i don't know a year and a half ago now she had been traveling for two years already and she is still traveling but what she tends to do is pick a new place and live there for a few months so she'll get a job and everything and then she picks up and, and goes again but she did southeast asia and she loved that everything she owned was attached to her back that really? she could just pick up and go 
I found that to be probably the hardest yeah. part about traveling because call you me have to ma- let things go too, probably like uh, stuff you had collected. Exactly. Look, I'm not wearing these shorts or whatever. Yeah. Maybe. Call me materialistic or whatever you think fits. Look, I like makeup. I enjoy um, getting ready in the sense of I like having different shoe options even when you're traveling yeah well i mean eventually you learn to live without and that's a very freeing um and humbling aspect about backpacking as well but in the beginning it's definitely an adjustment because you're used to opening your underwear drawer and having clean options now you know there's seven days in the week so you should probably have eight or nine pairs with you and then so it can be hard that way but the thing that's crazy about my friend or someone like her that's still traveling. Yeah. Is that, you know, there's one side of the argument where it's like, if once you stop, you're going to be so far from starting your career. You know, it's, yeah. you have no experience and the people that are in the field that you're entering have years on you. But then meeting lots of different people while I was away, you learn that not everyone is looking for that career, even not a, when you say career, it doesn't need to be these big fancy jobs like lawyers or doctors. They can just be anything in your field. But yeah. some people work to travel and then come do however long that they are invested in traveling for and then come back, make the right amount of money and go out again. Some people, that's yeah. how they want to spend their lives. Which is, I understand that. I think that that is more understandable especially if you're not in a job that requires a nine to five and like two weeks off you're gonna get behind like if you're in the service industry i or feel even like that's retail, one of the only ones that's one of the old those are kind of even retail is probably more tough than serving because serving you can always come back it's or so chefing, in and out like being, a, being a chef and you can go be a chef wherever right whereas like maybe you the retail store you work at isn't available where you're traveling so like yeah i think you're right i think the service industry as far as restaurants are the best place for traveling um Maybe someone else, if you have a suggestion, tweet at us at ITA underscore podcast or is this adulthood on Instagram? Let us know. But yeah, I would say that that's the main option. But you know what's interesting is that sounds more feasible to me than it does the people that have graduated and have been traveling for five years. Because I understand you graduate and you want to travel. Most people, though, they spend the year traveling and then they come back, like kind of like you you did. But you've even said you've had friends that have been traveling since they graduated, right? Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, my so girlfriend... So what's going to happen to them? I don't know. My girlfriend's out there. Um, yeah. And she she lives in South Melbourne. She stayed there. But her, um, her and her boyfriend were granted their five-year uh, visa oh. back in July, I believe That's it was. That's different, though. It's she different. She has a boyfriend that she's traveling and living with. They're creating a little family wherever they are. Aww. That that's different, Katie. Don't you think? Well, if you have another person that you're going with, well, that, well, that's the thing. It's it's settling down where you yeah. are and, and for how long? Because yeah. once that five years ends up, maybe they'll apply for PR permanent residency. Yeah. Um, it's still years and years away, but they'll probably it's have just, a kid. I'm calling it now. They'll probably have a kid in Australia, and then that kid's Australian. So now they're both going to be in Canada and Australia. Totally, what's gonna happen? That's oh, different. Haley, I can't wait to meet your little baby, <laughs> Katie. That's different, though. Like, if someone's traveling for three years solo, they're just, you know what? Yeah, they're traveling the world. I get it. But at one point, what point are you putting off starting your career? Right? If you're traveling for three, four years on your own, that is them trying to figure out where they want to live as a unit. Don't you think? Well, you're so cute. Yeah. No, I get it. I mean, they're not still traveling. They're settled. 
in Australia. Yeah, they're, they're settled in Melbourne, but yeah. or Melbourne, but Melbourne. um. Melbourne. Yeah, I guess it's just kind of to each their own. And a lot of people <laughs> might, might listen to this podcast or have these conversations in their own lives and go, why is it all about the career? Why is it all about when are you going to start your career? Yeah. I guess that also depends on where you live in the sense of how much is that career aspect pushed, you know, or maybe having to do with your, oh, he's putting the lid on the hummus. Because you're literally katie said before we started this sorry if we ever get a hummus sponsor but like katie said that it looks like throw up and i looked over with the <laughs> gleaming sun off of the hummus and it didn't look like with like a little piece of chunk of hummus in there it did look like some puke i know and she, that's what katie said was that it looks like throw up have and you that, ever I left look guacamole out on the table and it did starts you say going, guacamole no guacamole oh, is it guacamole and it starts going brown Oh, no, I didn't so know it goes brown. Rancid. Hummus, I feel like you have to eat like right away. No, no, sorry, not hummus. Uh, guacamole, I feel like you have to eat right away, don't you? Yeah, well, it starts to go brown. Ew. It's kind of unsettling thinking about this hummus in your backpack in your hot car for a while. No, it wasn't out for that long. But I think like, what point do you think, Katie Jones, that someone has to reevaluate their travel plans and come back home? Is that a year? Is it two years? Is it five years? Because you know what? I've read articles that say that leaving away, moving away or traveling for that long is selfish. I've read articles on this. But what's and selfish about it? Because they say that you don't think about all the friends that you're leaving behind. You don't think of maybe you had to end a relationship or make a relationship long distance. And like, what about your parents? Your parents are, are aging and your parents may want to see you every other weekend or whatever. So I've read articles and I, I never thought about it that way because we're young and we're like, let's travel while we're young. But like this whole thing was about, I think it was about exchange, maybe about going on exchange. Um, that's at least a set amount of time. But these people are traveling for two years. What about their family? What about their friends? Well, I mean, but that also depends. Are they coming home and or stopping back at their home on the way? Uh, I think that if you become an adult and you have plans to travel for two years and yeah. you're viewed as selfish because of that, yeah. then I think that that's a selfish take for that person to take. Well, that doesn't make sense. What? Yeah. <laughs> I think that that's a selfish thing to put on somebody. Like, no, be proud of your son or daughter or niece or nephew or best friend from school and encourage them and motivate them to be happy with it. Hey guys, so usually we do our social media bump, which of course we will still do, but I think the biggest thing that we want to let you know is to subscribe. Yeah, why haven't you subscribed yet? Why? Like, I'm pretty sure I looked at our stats and we have... People listening every week, but only 50% are subscribed. Subscribe! Just hit that subscribe button on Jeez. Apple Podcasts. It's not that difficult. Plus, you can set it up so you get a notification whenever we upload a new episode. Because we know you're waiting. You're waiting. Okay, TikTok, so TikTok. KT double e jones what's that's my insta oh okay so let's jump right into it <laughs> mine is at ryan dergy r-y-a-n-d-u-r-g-y and our instagram is is this adulthood is this adulthood and the twitter is i-t-a underscore podcast thanks katie are you liking the twitter more now <laughs> twitter sucks but that's okay oh that's kind of rude <laughs> But, Everything uh, Ryan does is great. Okay, guys, subscribe. Tell your grandma to subscribe as well. <laughs> also, rate our podcast too. Five stars. I think we have like you. I think we have like fourteen uh, ratings. It's all been five star. 
do you feel about that, Kitty Jones? I feel like bribery has been involved. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye, guys. Bye. One thing I can tell you is traveling can be a very lonely thing at times, especially if yeah. you're doing it alone. Um, I'm a very social person and I don't have problems. No. <laughs> really? I don't have problems or anxiety in social situations, but I don't know if I've ever told you this. The day that I arrived in Australia, I checked into one of the biggest hot party hostels in that country. <laughs> what a surprise. I know, right? And when I, so this type the of hostel, country. it was, yeah. <laughs> What it was. Really? Um, but so there's a lot of hostels. The people that just uh, stay there are people that are staying at the hostel that are traveling. You see that a lot in places in Southeast Asia. What do you mean by that? Like so for like a so- day or two? Um, like they're the people that have checked in. And the hostel that I was at, it was known as such a big party place that people just were coming up from the for the weekend that lived in let's say oh. Melbourne. They were flying. They would be going on footy. Uh, tournaments, which is like their type of football soccer. So it was an uh, intimidating environment when I first landed because it wasn't all like-minded people that are not from here that are oh. checking in. It was like people that are just going away for the weekend, you know? Like if we flew to like New York is a bad example, but you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah. It's not like people in New York are staying at the hostels there. Exactly. But do you think like, is there any piece of it where like they kind of want to meet a Canadian girl? Oh, I mean, maybe. Like, do you think that's a little bit is like... Oh, absolutely. They know they're emerging themselves in an environment where there's lots of people that are yeah. like new to the country or foreign to the language or whatever yeah. the situation. But so with that said, I had planned Australia for years and it took me three flights to get there. And yeah. I arrived on like a Saturday at two in the afternoon and I missed the big shuttle bus that took the um, people from the airport to the hostel. So that was an opportunity that I could have met a bunch of people that were all going to this hostel and made friends on the bus so that when you show up, there was a pool and bar, but I missed it. So when I got on my shuttle bus, I was the only person on it. And here I am in Australia, and it's just... It was her and her vodka bottle, probably. <laughs> oh, my God. I ended up buying a big bottle of vodka that afternoon. I knew it. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm not going to... Do I know you or do uh, I know you? No, seriously. I won't drag this story on forever, but the point is, I arrive at this hostel, and all of a sudden, everyone's in full party mode. It's Saturday afternoon, so I bet you a lot of people had been already there for the weekend, and I was all alone, and I was thinking, why the heck... Aren't I so excited? This is what I've wanted for so long. So I went up to my room and I like started unpacking and I felt just really uncomfortable. I met this girl. I went to like the mall with her and then I realized like, what am I doing in the mall? This is not what I want to do. So I left. I told her I'd see her back at the hostel. <laughs> she wants to drink and be by the pool. <laughs> yeah. So I left. I grabbed a bottle of vodka and I went back to my room. This seriously you have predicted this yeah i like take a big swig in my room yeah and i'm just like katie like pull yourself together like there's people down there in bathing suits partying i did call it (laughs) and this is what you've like been looking forward to for such a long time get it together so i thought what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna unpack i'm gonna have some of this vodka and then i'm gonna go the heck downstairs so dad if you're listening and I have tune to, out for a second. No, is that what? Oh, no. Oh, okay. I told him this before, and I'll always remember this and, and hold this memory so close to me. I'm just crying at this point, and Aww. just it was just I felt so alone. What, and, was this after the vodka chug <laughs> or before? Like it was all kind of it was all kind of intertwined. But 
So Kitty gets emotional when she's drunk, I feel like. No, I'm not drunk yet, but, you know, it was a very scary feeling to feel so scared. To be so sure of a trip you want to take, to leave your job, leave your boyfriend, move out of your apartment. Yeah. To say goodbye to all your family and friends. My mom and dad threw me an awesome going away party. To To take three flights, to finally get there, and then be really uncomfortable I wasn't used to that feeling I wasn't used to social anxiety so I'm unpacking my bag and at the bottom of it I find a note from my dad uh-huh. and he had handwritten this letter and it basically did you was, know it was there no I didn't know it was there and it basically said by the time you read this you'll already be there because you've been unpacking I hope you've had the most amazing time so far remember that you've earned this um, through you know finishing and completing school yeah. and we're so proud of you for chasing uh-huh. your dreams all this stuff and I just started crying and uh-huh. I, it reminded me in that moment why I was doing this why I was here and though yeah. I felt alone and scared and t- in a totally new environment that I was doing it for a reason and I honestly probably took another chug went downstairs and I had the best night ever and from there I learned to just be okay with being uncomfortable at certain times. Yeah. And it was just like, you know, life is made up of those little moments that you really remember and really made a difference. Yeah. And that was one of them. And I don't know if I would have enjoyed that entire year as much as I did if I hadn't have gotten that letter from my dad. Isn't that awesome? And like, it's just interesting how right at that moment when you're feeling emotional and you probably need family support the most. And it was probably like, you know, no, no with the time zones that like, you know, it's not like you you could have called your dad right at that moment. Maybe you could have, but most likely they were asleep. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you get this handwritten note that you didn't even know was there in the bottom of your luggage. And you see it and it just like – that's like where things just – everything happens for a reason. Exactly. It really does. Exactly. Yeah. So that's one of my biggest things to anyone that's considering traveling. I have a girlfriend that just reached out to me. She's planning on going to Australia for eight months to a year and wants to get together, pick my brain. Yeah. You know, any advice for traveling or places to stay or – but one of my things would be be – expect to be uncomfortable, expect to be nervous and really try to hone that energy in because yep. you learn – very much so how to be alone yes you know how how to really understand and be at peace by yourself and by your own presence so yeah but i mean anytime that you get to get out of your everyday routine even if it's traveling for two weeks it's an amazing and rewarding thing um and careers are so important but so is your life experience experience. exactly yeah especially if that's something you want to do if you're someone that is okay with just a week away and in europe when you're older then that's fine too but if you want to take off and it's feasible yeah go for it and i think the advice that i would give is i went on my cross canada trip on my own on my own and i met people along the way the advice that i would give is everyone else is in the same boat as you Everyone else that you're meeting at the hostels, I mean, other than Australia, where it sounds like locals go to the hostels <laughs> as well, they're all from all these random countries. One of the coolest places I stayed and actually a pretty nice hostel was in Vancouver, and they had each room with a different country's flag. And I thought that that was so cool because it really shows that there's so many different countries coming together and staying there. I had someone from Australia in my room, someone from New Zealand from my room, and me and the guy from New Zealand ended up bonding. And, like, we went and explored, and then we met up with my friend who I know in Vancouver. And then, like, that weekend was us all hanging out as a little – 
a threesome, if you want to call it. There wasn't actually a threesome, but you know what I mean? Yeah, sorry. Sorry, listeners. No crazy story with that one. But you can still use your imagination. (laughs) But I would say, like, just... I know that everyone's different. Everyone's like, well, Ryan, you can talk to anyone, right? But I still get anxiety a bit about traveling on your own. Who are you going to sit beside on the train? Who are you going to be paired with in a hostel? But I think that it's just about what you said, which is taking the initiative, going to the pool party, going to the the boards game night that's happening in the lobby rather than going to a mall. It's one of those things where you can... Guys, don't go to boards game night. Just <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> but it's one of those things where like, just do it. And meet people. Nike, did you hear that? (laughs) There we go. I was waiting for it. (laughs) Uh, Just like get to know the people there and get to know the people while you're traveling because people are friendly. They're in the same boat as you. They're probably just as nervous as you are to talk to you and to talk to each other and get to know them. Now, one of the things that I would ask you, Katie, because you've planned this kind of trip is what does it take to, to travel for a year as far as planning? Did you plan the whole trip in advance for that year? Did you just plan part of it and went from there? I would love to know your advice on that. Oh my God, don't listen to my advice. I planned absolutely nothing. Um, oh my God, this is just bringing up so many awesome memories, but all I decided was what end like what part did I want to start and which yeah. direction did I want to go? Yeah. I knew I wanted to start in the north. Yeah. Of Australia you're talking yes. about. Okay. So I started up in Cairns. Um, for anyone that's looking Cairns? this up, it's spelled C-A-I-R-N-S. It looks really? like Cairns or Cairns, but it's yeah. Cairns. I literally didn't plan a thing. Well, wait, did you know where you were staying when you first got that's there? That's it. Where I was going and the first hostel. And okay. then about... Five days into it, my friend Haley ended up joining me. and Was that random? She had decided, I think a few days before I flew out. No way. That, you know what, can I come join you? She said, if you want to do this totally on your own, then I won't. But she, I think something just sparked in her. She wow. wanted to get away and leave. And we are so close. We've lived together for years. So I said, come join me. So she did. And about three days into her being there, we went. She's a big wine drinker like myself. We went to this restaurant, ordered a bottle of wine, and started planning out buying a car. That's what a lot of a van. A lot of people do that there because a lot of people live in vans. Yeah. So we planned it all out and how much it was going to cost. And we got accepted into a Facebook group that does like tradings for that. Whatever. Go back to the hostel. Did you start- buy a van? No. So go back to the hostel meet these group of guys and two of them are um irish one of them is passed out in the sun from too much irish drinking but we start talking to this one guy ryan oh you know, that is an day, irish name yeah to this one to this day will always be like a brother to me because of this the things we experience and you but love ryan's i love ryan's anyways we're talking and what are you guys doing where did you come from they had been already traveling coming from the west coast for a while we expressed how we were going to buy a van and they said well, why don't you just move in with us? Like in their van? In their van. Like so live in the van? Live in the van. Oh, that, that sounds like a smart idea, Katie Jones. Yeah. Live well, in a van with total strangers <laughs> in a foreign country. <laughs> so I'm saying don't take my advice, people. <laughs> no. So we ended up staying at the hostel longer than we had planned and then just kept booking another night. Yeah. And then probably after about a week or shy of, we went, okay, let's do this and we were all still getting to know each other and they had already been living in the van so they had made it livable there was a mattress in there there's they only had one mattress though one mattress so like how would what was the sleeping situation oh my in god there? these is this is too good any 
we have to like go for a drink and I can tell you these stories. But well, the, I mean, the first we're, night we're virtually drinking with our listeners. So well, that's true. And I do have vodka in my glass. Oh, I, literally, she has vodka in her glass, and she gives me a glass of water. <laughs> Thanks, Katie. You can go get that beer. What was the sleeping situation? So the first night, and it's hot as heck there. It's summertime. It's like 40 degrees. First night, we all try to sleep in the van. Yeah. And you, we just can't do it. We're hot. We're sweaty. And I ended up sleeping in the front seat. I didn't know that I could put down, like, the emergency brakes. So I'm sleeping with this, like, pole in my back. Anyways, in the morning, we decided... From there, we would get a blow-up mattress um, and a little tent. Or I think they already had the tent. So every night, two people would sleep in the van and two people would sleep in the um, tent. (laughs) But then we also spent a lot of time at hostels. Was it always you and your friend Haley sleeping as the twosome? No, because she started seeing one of them. I I knew it was going to go somewhere where eventually it's going to be the people hooking up in the tent. Actually, no, maybe in the van. No. Oh, in the tent? Okay, okay. In the tent. <laughs> so you know what? That's another that's another piece of advice that I would personally give people. There, I'm not the biggest planner. I'm pretty go with the flow. Um, sometimes I like a good plan, but for the most part, some people would get the most anxiety ever if they entered a new country on their own without an exact plan. But all I am saying is, be as organized as you want to be. But when you're in such a different environment, yeah. things are constantly going to change. So go with it. Go with it. You know, Haley and I were about to buy a van. Then we meet two guys and we lived in theirs for a month. Like things are uh, always yeah. changing. Um, and then in terms of planning, we knew that we were heading south all together. And there were certain things that um, you had to do along the way. So I guess that's really the only research I did going into it. Like you need to see the Wit Sundays, And, you know, you obviously want to go... Um, and see the Sydney Harbor and um, yeah. a Sydney Opera House. <laughs> um, so then we end up meeting with a travel agent and you tell them how long you want to spend kind of going south, the must-see places, and you end up buying a package for like a few thousand dollars. So with that... Rip-off! <laughs> I know, right? I'm just kidding. But going, no, you probably could have done it cheaper, but then like what's the cost of having to organize it all? Ex- now you know, going back, if I wanted maybe to it's go probably, back... It could be worth it. Yeah. Probably is worth it. And I think we were just were such party animals. So, so <laughs> and you you would go back now and obviously do it on your own, plan it by yourself. I probably. wouldn't go back on my own just because I'd love to experience. No, no, friends, but you but would you would plan it on your own. Yeah. like you would have a travel agent next time. Yeah, absolutely. For that, maybe. one one quick funny anecdote. So Haley, myself, and the two Irish guys are pretty big partiers. Oh, what? So what we're a surprise, in, right, listeners? We're in cans for about a week and a half each. In that time, there was definitely things that you could have done. Hostels also um, provide, uh, I don't know, shuttle buses or whatever that you can kind of go with the hostel and people in your hostel to go to certain attractions. So we finally go and sit down with this travel agent. And there's tons in the town of Cannes. So you kind of go to a few and try to get different prices until you pick one. Corey and Ryan are so hungover that whenever we enter one of these travel agencies, they, can, they can't even pay attention. They're sleeping in them. <laughs> Literally, we'd be like nudging them and they'd just be sleeping. Um, so one of the agent goes, okay, so you've been here for a week and a half, so have you seen this? Oh, no, no, not yet. Have you gone here? Oh, no. So what have you done? Oh, you know, just kind of been at our hostel. 
And this travel agent goes, the four of you have been here for a week and a half and haven't done any sightseeing. <laughs> what were you doing? Just, you know, like in that swim up pool bar. <laughs> was it included in the hostel? Or you uh, no, it wasn't a swim up pool. It was a, like I said, this was a crazy. Anyone that's listening, look up Gilligan's Island or just Gilligan's. <laughs> Gilligan's Island. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you want to watch some entertaining TV. Yeah, no, Gilligan's. Uh, it's just known to be a an insane party hostel. Look at the oh photos. Look gosh. at the reviews. Oh my gosh! I feel like listeners that there are some stories that she's not oh telling us God. right now on the air. Hopefully, she'll tell me once we get off the air because for four days, if you're just in one spot partying, there's some stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty crazy. And in that moment, I think the four of us realized we're gonna have a good time. <laughs> what I would say is just to wrap things up is. It's interesting that you did it and didn't really have a plan other than getting there. I'm someone where I like to mostly have an idea of where I'm staying. But when I traveled Canada, I didn't plan the little touristy excursion things. I got to the places and then explored and found the touristy excursion places. I knew so many people I would look up the top five things to do here, the top 10 things to do here. I got to those places and then I talked to the locals and I kind of figured it out. That's and then great saw advice. It. Always talk to the locals. Trust the people yeah. that live there. Yeah. And that's why Airbnb is kind of cool because then you like – you really talk to the person that owns the place and gets all their advice. Like I went some places where they had literally had a book and when people would stay, they'd write in the book of where they went and w what they would rate it and stuff. Oh, that's and cool. And so it was a whole book of where to eat, where to go drinking, where to go on touristy things, where to take kids, where to do this, where to do that. And it was just like so cool. So I would say like, you know, everyone has different styles of traveling and that's okay if you're super organized. That's okay if you're not. But I think our biggest that's advice okay if you're from an this. Alcoholic. Oh, well, um, I think maybe you can get some help for that. Um, <laughs> but I think that the main thing when it comes down to is just go with the flow. As much as you and I, Katie Jones, can look at how someone spent three years away from a career and traveling, that's their life. And as long as they're happy and safe and checking in with their friends and family, I think that it's okay. In the words of Britney Spears, that's my prerogative. I love a Britney reference. Thank you for that. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Love you. Bye.